You know, some football players today remind me of Cuban cigars. They're weaker, they talk too much, and they don't pack the same punch they used to. Take it from Mike Ditka, member of Camacho's Board of the Bold, and check out the new Camacho Corojo line of smokes. Built for the expert palate and fine-tuned for maximum flavor impact, consistency, and quality. Pick one up today. Monitor three humidors at once from one simple device. Caring for your cigars is easy with the new PuroTemp wireless hygrometer from Zycar. You now have the ability to monitor the humidity and temperature in three humidors without even having to open them. Ensure protection by setting simple alerts that will warn you when your cigars are not in the optimal environment. Like everything Zycar, this is backed by their lifetime warranty. Stop by your local tobacconist to purchase yours today. Zycar for life. From the makers of the number one cigar in the USA in 2013, the Aging Room Quattro F55 comes yet another highly rated cigar. The Aging Room Bin Number 1, a full-bodied Dominican cigar made with some of the world's oldest tobacco in the market today from the harvest of 1997, 98, and 99. It starts out smooth and builds up in strength and flavor until it reaches its full potential. The Aging Room Bin Number 1, for the true connoisseur looking for a sophisticated smoking experience with balance, complexity, and character. Aging Room Cigars. Blending is in our DNA. The recently released Perdomo Double Aged 12-Year Vintage is an extremely rare blend of Perdomo's finest and most cherished 12-year-old fillers, binders, and wrappers. Bale aged for 10 years and then barrel aged in bourbon barrels for an additional two years, these exquisite Nicaraguan tobaccos are bursting with rich, complex flavors. Offered in Connecticut Sun-Grown or Maduro, each Perdomo double-aged 12-year vintage pairs extremely well with the finest scotch whiskeys, bourbons, and other fine spirits. Available at only 250 authorized tobacconists worldwide, the Perdomo double-aged 12-year vintage is a must-have for every cigar enthusiast. The following is paid programming. The views do not represent that of JVC Broadcasting, its staff, or management. What are you doing? What are you Have doing? Come on. You never let a cigar that way. You use a wooden match. Preserves the flavor, you see. Broadcasting live at the world-famous Casa de Monte Cristo Cigar Lounge in Boynton Beach, Florida. Kiss My Ash Radio. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of fine cigars. With Honest Abe, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. Listen to the show anywhere in the free world at kissmyashradio.com. Radio, and I'm your host, Honest Abe, along with my K, my K, my K, my K. <laughs> it's one of those mornings. Here, stir my coffee. <laughs> Can somebody get this man a cappuccino, please? I, he I, looks like he needs a couple of them. I am a little drained today. You look it. I'm you know drained. what? It was traveling, the traveling. No, a week vacation with six people isn't exhausting. You need a vacation from your vacation. 
children are exhausted. I bet. I don't know why we procreate. Uh, I've been saying that for years. Well, if I was your parents, I'd feel the same way. Well. With all due respect. But no. They appreciate that. (laughs) How was the Windy City? Windy City was great. It was good to go home. Um, Man, Chicago, they are building it. It's amazing. We went, you know, Millennium Park had been there for a while, but they just finished Maggie Daly Park, Uh which is like connected. And, you know, it's really... Makes Central Park look like nothing. I mean, really? it's, oh, I've never been to Chicago. I've been. It's got pavilions, go. auditoriums. And listen, the new Maggie Daly Park has this outer perimeter track. You could bike ride and walk, but in the winter it becomes ice, so you can ice skate around the whole park. Not in a circle, in a rink, like a track of ice. Wow, yeah, that's pretty bad. I'm telling you, man. And let me tell you something. This park, whatever park you ever went to as a kid, the best park you can imagine, multiply it times ten. I mean, first off, I freaked out. I, I met my oldest friend of all time the first day we landed because he happened to be downtown with his, his uh, two boys and girls. Yeah. So this is like my friend since five years old, literally. And so we met down there with the kids. And we were, there was rock climbing. I mean, it's, it's crazy. This is a free park. Right. So there's thousands and thousands of kids. And within the first, like, three minutes, I'm looking. I don't see any of my kids. Me and my wife has gone to the bathroom. I've just lost my three dollars. <laughs> Seriously, and I'm. Uh, you, know, you haven't even been there for five I, hours. I, yeah, I, five hours. I've, I've been. I've been like in Chicago for two hours. Stops. Yeah, that's that's and, great. And I'm starting to really freak out. It really starts as a calm, like looking around. Then Petra, Petra Zane. Then it comes shouting, and my buddy's like. Dude, I went through this like two hours ago because he got there before us. Right. He's like, I went through the same thing. They're here. Don't worry, man. He's like, I freaked out, but you'll find them. Because they have different segments, like this one big peppermint tower with a huge slide and these two <coughs> excuse me, two twin towers with bridges. And So they had left the little segment. We were into another segment without seeing anything. Right. So I started having a wandering segment to segment. And I'm telling you, it's like thousands of running mad kids. And then I eventually found them. We had to lay down the law. You can't go from one segment to another. Without uh, telling the adults. Without coming to me first. <laughs> mm-hmm. So it's this way I only have a small As you're area. waiting, looking around for Brandy, I hope she doesn't come up behind no, me. No, I found them, thank God, before she got back. <laughs> I'm telling you, it was rough. It, That's it, funny. But it was the most beautiful thing. And, and the restaurants there and, and what they're building, it's really... But the weather was brutal. We got off the plane. My kids were like, why is it cold in summer? It was like 60 degrees that day. When was we it? Yeah, it oh, was, no, it's 60 degrees. Well, for kids in summer, I mean, it was and it's 60 with wind coming uh, off the lake. Yeah. It was pretty chilly. Yeah, right. You know, but it was it was a good time. But, you know, they're just kids are so fatiguing. You know, my middle child cracks me up. It's a true story. Where, where we were staying, there was a park like four blocks away. And it's this neighborhood park, you know, Chicago brick homes and everything. And we're, we're walking to the park. I take the three girls, let's go to the park, kill some time. And we're walking, and my middle daughter goes, why are we walking to the park? Why don't we drive? <laughs> so I said to her, I said, what's the matter? You don't like walking? You don't like looking at the grass and the buildings and the birds and the flowers and the neighbors? Isn't it nice to walk and look at the stuff? You know what she says to me? I'd That's why they made windows. <laughs> <laughs> That's why they made windows? That's what she says to me. It's my five-year-old. So I say to her, I said, you know why God made my fist? <laughs> And you know what she replies to me? Leave me alone. I'm a little girl. <laughs> <laughs> so you wonder why you get fatigued, man. Oh, my gosh. Zane. I love that little one. 
Yeah, so it was a good trip. We literally got back yesterday. Well, that kid needs an Uber account. <laughs> oh, she's something else, man. The middle she will one... have it connected to Dad's credit card, too. No, Just that, wait. The middle one will be the death of me, I promise. Mm-hmm. But we got back yesterday. Got held up in Fort Lauderdale for an hour in baggage claim. Yeah, they wouldn't let the, they wouldn't let them unload because they saw lightning somewhere. I don't know where because I kept going outside like every five minutes. I didn't see rain or clouds. But somebody saw lightning somewhere, so they held us up for an hour until we can get our bags and finally get out of here. So I'm a little drained, but uh, excited to be back. Excited for a good show. we got some great guests on today. we got Kyle Gellis of Warped Cigars. going to be telling us about his stuff. And um, we got Dr. What's his name here? Dr. Bones and Nurse Amy. No, Joe Alton, MD. He's a medical doctor in the state of Florida. Well, he goes by Dr. Bones. Oh, is this Dr. Bones? Yeah. Oh, we've had him on before, Dr. Yeah. Bones. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. He's a survival expert. He's got the uh, Survival Medicine Handbook. Uh, number one Amazon bestseller in safety and first aid and disaster relief. Is there a particular da- upcoming disaster? Yes, there was, a, there was a outbreak of, or a case of um, the plague in Colorado. Really? I died. Yeah. yeah. What plague? Not the, the plague. Bubonic. The bubonic plague? Yes. Really? Yes. A teen got the bubonic plague and died in Colorado. For real? Yes, yeah. for real. Isn't it like extremely contagious? It helped if, John, if you're going to talk yeah, to us, if you were talk. actually but talking to everyone. He's gone now, and the disease is dead. Hopefully. They died with him? Yeah, but Well, possibly, as long yeah. as it didn't. But it's the first confirmed case since 1999. How did he get it? 99? Um, yeah. flea, a flea bite. Wait, wait well, we're 1999? Gonna, listen, yeah, we're going to talk about this there, later. There was a, all right. There was a bubonic plague in 1999. I just want to quote the Seinfeld yeah. episode where he was like, you know, in India, they still have the plague. The plague. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Great sign. That was a great episode. I thought that was like polio. Isn't polio done? Uh, yeah. Polio, polio's done except in um, facilities where they keep the diseases. Rotary International is still trying to make sure they eradicate polio. Correct. Interesting stuff. All right. We'll talk with Dr. Bones about that. Um, also, our fine folks at Zycar, one of our great sponsors since day one of Kiss My Ash Radio, they offer our listeners a special prize every week. And Lady M, what are the fine folks at Zycar? giving away today. this week when you are the 10th caller after hearing this sound you are going to take home the x8 cutter it's a carbon fiber look beautiful cutter slim as well as a 16 ounce bottle of the propylene glycol with a humidification unit yes you can find a photo of the package on our facebook page at kiss my ash radio yes. follow us on facebook and Twitter. Now, do they get the Morton's table salt? They sea don't. Salt that was it? for okay. my breakfast. I just saw the sea salt next to it. I thought maybe you were giving away yeah. some sea salt uh, with that. You never know. With you can never have enough, not have enough sea salt. You never do know. <laughs> it could be thrown into the mailing package. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure people would love that. All right. I, I think we're going to do a little punish the producer today, a little shot collar trivia. I think it's about time. Yeah. We, haven't, we haven't punished John in a while. going to ask him some trivia questions and... Hook him up to a little shock collar and give him a little zap every time he gets. I don't know what's worse, the uh, the shock collar or eating roaches. I think eating roaches. No, the roaches roaches has to be the worst thing I ever seen by far. So interesting show up ahead in our next segment. We're gonna have the the results are in. Fantasy Fumari, we have a winner. No, no, it's it's the finals. Oh, semifinals. Yes. Okay. Yeah, semifinals. Yeah. So now we're gonna be in the finals. finals. Yeah. All right. And cigar news and light them up right after this. Follow us on Twitter at Kiss My Ash Radio. Yes, it's mandatory. Hey, cigar enthusiasts. Did you know your personal freedom to enjoy a fine cigar is affected by some form of smoking ban in all 50 states? 
Additionally, taxation on premium cigars is at its highest level in history, with some states taxing at an astronomical rate of 75%. Finally, there's a solution. CRA, Cigar Rights of America, is the first and only nonprofit public advocacy association fighting for your freedom to enjoy a fine cigar. Don't just sit there. Become part of the solution. Become a CRA member today. Membership is only $35 a year. That's less than $3 a month. And as a special bonus, CRA will send you two limited edition cigars as a way to say thank you for joining. Visit CigarRights.org for more information and to become a member. This is a Law Aurora-issued public service announcement. The iconic lion has gone rogue. Breaking out of the original Dominican Cigar Factory is Untamed by La Aurora. Undoubtedly, one of their strongest cigars proves that not only can their factory provide flavorful sticks, but powerful as well. Taking a fantastic Dominican Nicaraguan blend and wrapping it with an oily Connecticut broadleaf wrapper creates a wild ride of flavor from start to finish. Be aware, this animal is extremely aggressive and should be approached with caution. Hi, this is Rocky Patel. And I'd like to invite you to try one of our Decade Cigars. This premier cigar received a 95 rating from Cigar Aficionado, one of the highest ratings ever afforded by that magazine. It's a beautiful Ecuadorian Sumatra wrapper with fillers from Nicaragua and Honduras. This cigar is medium to full-bodied, rich, complex, yet elegant and well-balanced. I promise you, you're going to love the Decade. Try it. Bill Paley, Samuel Paley's grandson, has dedicated himself to creating cigars emblematic of the original La Polina brand, created by his grandfather over a century ago. La Polina premium handmade cigars represent a marriage of the finest tobaccos blended by master artisans. La Polina has consistently received top honors from all industry publications, including Cigar Aficionado's Top 25 Cigars of the Year and Cigar Journal's Best American-Made Cigar. La Polina, premium handmade cigars, available only at fine tobacconists. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. back, folks. You're listening to Kiss My Ash Radio. I'm your host, Thomas Abe, with my gang, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. We are broadcasting in front of a live audience at the world-famous Casa Monte Cristo Cigar Bar, right here in the heart of Boynton Beach, Florida. And now it's time for Fantasy Fumare Results. That's right. Season 4. Is it Season 4? Season 4. Season 4 of Fantasy Fumare. Yes, we started out with 16 team folks. They picked their team of three cigars to challenge every two weeks to see which team of three sticks sold the most. And here we go. Down with our final four. In the West, we had Mike Burning Stogies in West Palm Beach versus Stacy. Cigar Stacy in Raleigh, North Carolina. This was a real... Did you add this up? Let's see the number here. Is that, oh, we're down right there. there. Is that what it is? Yeah. Okay. 
Wait, are we in this round? No, I just that's that's still her. I just put the numbers in the wrong spot. In the wrong spot. Got it. It's still the same team. As I got it. Okay. So Mike, I'll team, give you my spreadsheet next time. Thank you. Mike's team of Burning Stogies same. of New World Toro, Casa Magna, Tiberius, and Laranja Toro had a total point score of 137 cigars. And Stace, Cigar Stacy of Raleigh, North Carolina, who had Affinity Churchill, Fuma de Moro Lagunas, and Nub Connecticut 460 came in at 142. Probably one of the closest. Yeah. By a runs. margin of five, Cigar Stacy advances to the finals. In, and in the East, we had longtime friend Las Vegas Ashes Bill versus Michael Ashcans of Flagstaff, Arizona, who and our friend Bill just got slaughtered. Uh, Michael's team of Winston Churchill, Petit Corona, Le Bohème Musico, and Tatiana Dulce Vanilla crushed. So in the finals, we will have Michael, whose team is Ashcans of Flagstaff, Arizona, versus Cigar Stacy of Raleigh, North Carolina. Big you know, it's sometimes it's those little flavored cigars that take off. Is that what he got most of? Yeah, he did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Those Tatianas. Yep. The, those are some keepers. Yeah, he, he was. So it's going to be a nice spread. Arizona and North Carolina in the finals. So yeah. very cool. All right. Let's see. Up ahead, we're going to find out right now what's in the box. We got a box. We got a box. What? We got a box. Take a look inside. I'm going to open it. Don't look at it. Oh, what's in the box? Let's ask Honest Abe. Cigar News. Brewmeister, you want to start us off? <clears throat> All righty. Quesada Cigars. Last year, late last year, Quesada Cigars announced that three new Vitolas would come to the company's Casa Magna Domus Magnus line. The Trajan, the Hydarian, which is a, both of which are already out and available. The Hydarian is the TAA edition. I'm going to give Quesada Cigars the Kiss My Ash Radio Award for the toughest names to pronounce Absolutely. In, this, in this industry. I mean, the Caligula, the Tiberius, the Hyderian, the Trajan, and now the Marcus Aurelius will <laughs> be coming out. I'm glad I'm not out. reading that article. I don't know if he's reading the Cigar News or Shakespeare. Uh, the Marcus Aurelius made with the same Bic lighter-like pressing as the Tiberius. Bic lighter pressing. Now, there... I thought a, that was an interesting description. There is a description I have never heard I, before. Yeah, I was not even familiar with that. Because it's like Tiberius. an oval box press. Oh, okay, yeah. You know, like a like big lighter. lighter? You get it? Like yeah. the shape of a big? All right, I guess I can see how that works. Yeah. Uh, a coronet is a type of bellicoso. The cigar will come to a round head as opposed to a pointed tip. The Marcus Aurelius will ship in August and retail for $8.95 and is limited to a 1,000 boxes of 10. It is using a blend of Nicaraguan tobaccos, including a sun-grown wrapper from Jalapa. As always, the Quesada Domus Magnus line is made at the Placencia factory in Nicaragua. Oliva Cigars, if you want your chance at an Oliva Humidor, you will have your chance to obtain one without winning a raffle, but it won't be cheap. At this year's IPCPR convention and trade show, Oliva will present retailers with a limited edition Millennial Humidor, each filled with 20 Millennial Robustos, Torpedoes, and Figurados. While the Humidor is limited... The cigars are all regular production of Atola. Suggested retail price for the humidor will be $1,000, which makes the cost of the humidor around $250 versus buying the cigars separately. The humidors are limited to 1,000 units, and the company has not decided it will use special bands for the cigars in the humidor. That's a, a trend, huh? 
this, no. this humidor thing? Has that always been a big thing? Not typically with regular production cigars. No, I mean, the... I, was I, talking I, to I don't the, think it's a good idea. I was talking to the Oliva rep the other day. Yeah. That's one way you can actually... I mean, they're having enough problems actually getting cigars in the country to actually put on shelves, especially with the Milano, which the Figurato was the number one cigar of the year for uh, Cigar Aficionado. So what are they hoping retailers are just going to buy this to have inventory? It, that's kind of one of the things he said about it. But it's going to be a beautiful showpiece. The and, humidor is? Yeah. So if you're looking for a beautiful Melanio showpiece to go with the number one cigar in the world for this year, then go for it. Odd. Davidoff, this week at a parking garage in South Beach, Davidoff officially unveiled its newest cigar. It's not just any parking garage. It's one with its own Wikipedia page. Noted for its striking architecture, particularly when it's lit up at night, the parking garage is a little over 4,000 miles away from Rio de Janeiro. That's important because Brazil is the inspiration for Davidoff's newest release, the Escurio. Much has already been revealed about Davidoff's new Escurio. The same black band as Davidoff Nicaragua. Brazilian tobaccos in the filler. No Brazilian wrapper and a release date in July. But now the scar is on full display. Davidoff Escurio uses the Brazilian Cubra, Cuban Criollo seed tobacco, grown in Brazil as both a binder and part of the filler. The Cubra filler is Brazilian Mata Fina tobacco, and Dominican San Vicente. As for the wrapper, it's an Ecuadorian Habano. As for the size, will be available in Petit Robusto, Robusto, and Gran, all ranging. The cigars will be offered in boxes of 12 or 14, along with four packs. And the Robustos will be there in tubos. And somebody really what, chopped I, and cut I, this article out. Yeah, I had a pleasure of smoking that cigar. It's actually very, very good. Oh, excellent. Yeah, we had, well, we had someone I was out in This Tampa. Brazilian, is that is that a thing? Is that a popular trend? Uh, I think Davidoff, you know, the way they... Are uh, they starting no, the trend? No, the, exp- the way they've explained their company is like their, their brands have like a three-pillar format. Uh, their main pillar is obviously their classic white label line. Yep. Then they have their limited editions, their annual Davidoff limited release every year. Then they want this kind of third pillar, which is kind of going to be like the black label series, which is going to be this national, international... Um, blending and merging of regional stuff like the oh, Brazilian uh, Escurio. The Brazilian, Nicaraguan. Yeah. That, that's, and then they'll eventually put like a Sumatran African thing kind of in there. Or probably, yeah. So that's, yeah. And then, you know, and I think they're doing that with even their core lines like Avo's now coming out with Avo Nicaragua. Yeah. So uh, that, that's just the format in which you're moving in. But I had the cigar. Very decent. Cool. Very enjoyable. And, and I'll say it was unique. So I like unique. I like when something's new, you know. So, I mean, when something tastes new. Yeah. Give me something different, not the usual. Oh, and different. finally, Asylum Cigars. This week, Christian Roa Shoto, which I saw this on Facebook or Twitter, uh, Christian Roa Shoto with a picture of the Asylum 13 Ogre Blend in a 7x38 format. Really? I, yeah, I like how he tweets like he's crying. Tom Luzuka talked me into making this cigar. I hate making this cigar. Uh, it's just, uh, yeah, I mean, it's just kind of silly. But yeah, he like tweeted, uh, Facebooking that, you know, how he really, I mean, and then and, and the same point, showing a picture of it, touting it on Facebook. Um, <laughs> it's a far departure for a line best known for its massiveness, specializing in 80 and 70 ring gauge cigar. But the new 7x38 Asylum 13 Ogre Lancero will come to market. The cigar is planned for this IPCPR coming up. Production numbers and release date have not yet been announced. The Ogre was introduced back in 2012 using a Candela wrapper along with an undisclosed type of Habana wrapper to create a barber pole look. The cigar is made in Nicaragua at an undisclosed factory. Again, a lot of undisclosed going on. Um, 
Not so. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, CLE Cigar Company distributes the Asylum brand, and that is all for In the News today. Um, speaking of Asylum, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, our social media page. We post a social media word every Friday, and if you are the 10th caller, and you hear the word. Recluse. What did I say? Asylum. Did I say something? Yeah. That's because I just read it. Asylum. Uh, yeah, courtesy of Iconic and Recluse Cigars, actually, the fine folks over at Recluse Cigars. Um, if you're the 10th caller at 877-960-9960. Hey. When oh, my hear, God. Give him a pat on the back. When you hear that, social media, when you hear that social media word, uh, you'll win a five-pack of uh, Recluse Cigars, courtesy of the fine folks over there. And Iconic. Speaking of Recluse, I'm, I'm actually smoking an Amadeus. Oh, you too? Yeah. I thought you were going to smoke a Pope. Um, you know what? I'm telling you something. This Amadeus cigar, I'm, I'm so not a Connecticut cigar fan. Um, even though Connecticut wrapper is probably the number one sold cigar in the world as far as... Um, Super popular. Yeah, or at least in the United States or North America. Um, but this is a good Connecticut cigar. I forget. I mean, it's just, it's not bland. It's not, you know, it's I've, got good I've, flavor. It's I've not, really been it's getting not, into I, more Connecticut's too recently. Yeah, it's not, I would not put it at all in a mild category. Mm-mm. But a solid medium and, and smooth smoke. So it really Connecticut cigars remind me of like vanilla ice cream. Like it's always guaranteed to be good, smooth. But then you can dress it up with all of your toppings and like it's like a filler. You know, you can put all of your different flavors and an things inside of it. An analogy is only Lady M could put it. I, I, I don't even know what to say after yeah, that. Yeah, it was pretty good. Wow. Yeah. No, that's, yeah. that's how I feel about Connecticut rappers. Who is rappers. this person this morning? <laughs> You know, my problem with Connecticut, for some reason, I, I, I always get a distinct bitterness right off the bat. i got to work through it, but I just don't like that initial bitterness that I get from Connecticut wrappers. But they all don't have it, so I don't know if it's a fermenting issue or a leaf issue or regional where the Connecticut's grown or how it's grown. But a lot of times, and, and this one doesn't have it at all. Not at all. I lit it up, but a lot of times when you first put a Connecticut in your mouth, the wrapper's a little bitter and you light it. When it gets through it, As Scott good. Weeks likes to say, it's all into bow rolled. Is that what it is? Mm-hmm. Well, it's burning fantastic, so yeah, I'm enjoying my uh, Amadeus by Recluse Cigars uh, this morning. Uh, up ahead, after the break, we're going to have Kyle Gellis of Warped Cigars. Let's find out what he's doing and what his company is all about right after this. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of fine cigars. You're listening to Kiss My Ash Radio. The godfather of boutique cigars is back. Ernesto Perez Carrillo, the creator of La Gloria Cubana, Siri R, and El Rico Habano, recently joined forces with his children to create E.P. Carrillo brand. In just the first year of E.P. Carrillo, received a 94 rating in Cigar Aficionado and number 8 Cigar of the Year and Rob Report's Best of the Best Honor. Although E.P. Carrillo is made with the finest tobaccos in the world, Ernesto has not wavered on his family's commitment for affordable prices. With prices starting at $4.50 for the 91 New Wave Connecticut, you can't afford not to try E.P. Carrillo. Pick up an E.P. Carrillo at your nearest location. Perfecting a seed for over 40 years takes skill. Then again, so does growing the perfect beer. Take it from Matt Booth, member of Camacho's Board of the Bold and the owner of the infamous Room 101 brand. The Camacho Corojo is hand-built from authentic Corojo seeds, built for the expert palate and fine-tuned for maximum flavor impact, consistency, and quality. Pick one up today. Placeres Reserva, a beautiful box-pressed cigar boasting a dark, oily Nicaraguan Habano wrapper, 
and bold Nicaraguan and Honduran long fillers with a Costa Rican binder for excellent flavors. With a premium blend of chocolate, wood, and coffee, this medium-bodied cigar is complemented with pepper, cocoa, spices, and a hint of sweetness with a long, lingering finish. Placeres Reserva shows off how proper blending and aging tobacco make for a well-rounded, satisfying cigar. Placeres Reserva, presented by Coots. To find a tobacconist nearest you, please visit Coots.com. That's K-U-U-T-S dot com. When a child is diagnosed with cancer, their life and their family's life changes dramatically. Chemotherapy treatments, doctor visits, and trips to the hospital soon consume their time. The programs and services provided by the Kids Cancer Foundation make it possible for the foundation to meet the needs of our young patients and families. We could not provide these resources without your support. For more information and to find out how you can make a difference in the life of a child battling cancer, call 561-333-8116 or visit kidscancersf.org. Sponsored by CLE Cigars. Awarded the 2014 Nicaraguan Cigar of the Year with numerous 90-plus ratings, the Perdomo 20th Anniversary Cigar celebrates Tabacalera Perdomo's 20 years as one of Nicaragua's largest premium cigar manufacturers. Using only the highest priming tobaccos grown exclusively by the Perdomo family, the 20th Anniversary Cigar has a tremendous profile with layer upon layer of rich, elegant, complex flavors. Visit your nearest authorized tobacconist today and experience the masterful blend of these Nicaraguan puros. Now available in extremely limited edition pyramid size in Sungrown or Maduro. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K, the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. back, ladies and gentlemen. You're listening to Smash Radio. I am your host, Don Zabe, along with my gang, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. Big congratulations to Chris Pagenkoff. I hope I pronounced your name, Chris, right? From Sacramento, California. You are a social media winner. Heard the word New Orleans. And I just give you big props just for being up at 7 o'clock in the morning to listen to our show. Give you that much. Yeah, thanks. So we will get you out a five-pack of uh, Recluse and Iconic, uh, uh, Iconic from Iconic Cigars. Um, you're surprised nobody asked me about the food in Chicago. Uh, well, well, I already heard did about you your bring story? back pizza? You know what? I looked in the airport to see, because a lot of times in the airport you can find the frozen Lumalnati's or Gino's, and I, I couldn't Just get one. I was, was going to bring one and have them cook it up next door. But i got to go in September, so I'm going to what get off. What are you going to Chicago for? i got to go for a wedding. Really? Yeah. Uh, Pequod's. Go to Pequod's. Oh, no. Going to Portillo's. As oh, soon as I get off the plane, Portillo's. I'm going to walk up. I'm going to eat a burger. I'm probably going to finish Why that burger. Why would you burger. go to Portillo's for a burger? The, the first time I ever went to Portillo's, a very good friend of mine said, try the burger. It's fantastic. It is fantastic, but I it's a know. hamburger. I got the burger right. the Wait. way I wanted. I sat down. I ate the burger. There was like five or six of us together. I finished. I stood up quietly. Walked back to the line ordered and beef. ordered it again. Ordered it again. Got another one like, immediately after. It was that fantastic. Were you just extremely hungry? No, at the I time? was not. No, no, like the, a bur- no, no. I, I get it. There's, there's a really, there's a bad burger. There's an okay First burger. Off, there's a really good burger. How do you make a burger? Listen, I'm gonna tell you why. A burger's a burger. No, it's not. No. First off, if you're really gonna go for a hamburger, go to Billy Goat's Tavern. 
Okay. If you're going to have a hamburger, that I, I can't tell you there's a most unimpressive-looking hamburger ever, but it's the best-tasting hamburger ever. Do you remember the Saturday Night Live skit? I'm you're old enough. Burgers. You're definitely too young enough to know. Oh, she has no idea. But this is the goat, Billy Goat's Tavern, the guy who put the curse on the Cubs. Uh, He's the guy who bought the go yeah. to the Cubs game and they wouldn't let him in. And he said he'd never win a World Series. Right. But did you ever see a Saturday Night Live skit where they're like in a Greek diner? It's like, you know, burger, cheap, no Pepsi, Coke, no Pepsi, no Pepsi, no Coke. Yeah, yeah. That's from Billy Goat's Tavern. Uh, All the people from Second City used to go to Billy Goat's. Right, yeah. And they made a skit out of it. And, you know, you do the Taste of Chicago every year. It's one of my, while I'm there and I go to the Taste, I stop there. So if you have a burger, go to Billy Goat's. You go to Portillo's, have beef. Have an Italian beef. But well, if you're going for deep dish, I mean, Gino's is still one of my favorites, but go to Pequod's. Okay. We, had, we went there today. It was very, very good. Okay. I will put that on my list because that's one of the things I'm going to do. And I did visit a two-star Michelin restaurant while I was in Chicago. Yeah. Um, those so, photos that you posted. Yeah. We went to 42 Grams. It was... It was uh, pretty wild actually it was uh, in the middle of nowhere right underneath the L train frosted glass doors we drove out five times I mean literally um, there was only eight of us for dinner because we had an early sitting but the whole, whole place only holds 18 and they locked the door when you come in <laughs> so nobody's walking in off the street <laughs> oh yeah but it was it was phenomenal it was 13 courses and um, yeah they they make it right there we had chef's counter they're all cooking right in front of us, making everything in front of us. There's no back room. There's no back room. There's no prep room. It's all done right there. And in between every course, you know, the guy's wife came up, talked to us about the, how the, what was the inspiration, where he got the ideas, because he did everything uniquely. In fact, one of the uh, salmon dishes that he made, um, what do they use for beer? Uh, wheat? Uh, the barley. Bar- barley, okay. malt. So when it's depleted, mm-hmm. when it's done, they typically throw that out. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So he has a local microbrewer guy who he now buys it from. Wait, the used grains? Grains. Yes. Oh, so basically he, he uses his grain bed, his used grain bed, and you, when it's it was depleted, barley. Well, whatever it was, grain. I forgot. What, but he makes a beer toast with it. Oh. So he comes up with all these crazy things to inspire him. It was actually awesome. Hmm. It was pretty cool stuff. So yeah, 42 grams. We tried to get reservations in Alina or Grace, which is really one of the three-star restaurants, but we booked. But we're very happy with 42 grams. Very nice, very nice experience. I mean, Chicago is just a town you're not going to be short on finding good places. Uh, if to I eat. lived there, I would gain 400 pounds. They should have day. a trade show in Chicago. Has that ever happened before? Once, once. Part of the problem with Chicago is McCork Place is definitely big enough. Um, logistics. No logistics. It's um, there's no easy access to the thing. They have to bust a lot of people because uh, the hotels are around. But I mean, really, they could do it. I yeah. don't know why they couldn't do it, but I guess no retailer. Like, I mean, Jeff at Corona Cigars lobbied hard. He's the one who made the Orlando trade show happen. Right. When it happened in Orlando, I guess no, no retailer in Chicago is really working to try yeah, to okay. get the IPCPR there. But it, w- it would be a great show, in my opinion. All right. Every week, we'd like to invite a very special guest to be on what I consider my favorite part of the show. I want all of you to get up out of your chairs. I want you to get up right now and go to the window, open it. And stick your head out and yell. It's time to meet your maker. This week on Meet Your Maker, we have Kyle Gellis, founder of Warped Cigars. Kyle, welcome to Kiss My Ash Radio. Kyle? Hello? Did you verify he was on the line? Oh, there There he is. 
Kyle, welcome. How you doing? Good. How you doing, Kyle? Doing well, thank you. Good. Kyle, listen, for our listeners who uh, didn't catch you last time you were on Kiss My Ash Radio, tell us a little bit about yourself and your company. So, you know, we're um, the company's Warp Cigars. We uh, started in 2009 producing cigars down in Little Havana. Um, took a couple of years off of the brand. I was finishing up school at the time and didn't really have enough time to always be down in Miami. So two years ago, I uh, finished school and then went back down to work at El Titan with uh, Sandy and everyone at the factory. And then uh, Sandy introduced me to Casper Fernandez, and we've just been working together since then. Great. And um, tell us a little bit about the cigars that you're currently producing. So down in Miami, we have uh, we have El Oso, Locomena, and Don Reynaldo. And all of them are, you know, medium-bodied and blended a little bit differently in terms of what the industry standard is today. They're all medium-bodied across the board and have a really old-school kind of flavor profile from, you know, a little spice to a really high-dense fruit aspect or a dark earthiness to it. It's, we're really mellowed back on the spice and the strength in our blends because we're just a very, you know, traditional company in terms of blending. We really go after what, you know, Cuba used to be and Cuba still is in a way in terms of the blend profiles. And then with Casa Fernandez, we produce all Nicaraguan puros. And what we do with them is we use um, mostly Corojo Criollo tobacco, and we create really kind of a little bit more spice to them, to those blends, but they all have that same signature fruit aspect, and they're just very dense and very complex uh, flavor profiles. You mentioned you took a couple of years to go back and finish schooling. So, man, we take it you're a fairly young man. How old are you, Kyle? Uh, 26 right now. 26 years old. And, and just curious, I mean, it, if cigar industry is a career, how, how did you find, did you find going back to school something you needed to do to, you think, better your position in developing your cigar company? Or was it just something you wanted to accomplish personally to finish school? Um, you know, I don't think it was something that would help in the cigar industry in that aspect. Um, it was more or less something that I was just kind of already through to a certain point, and I was going to see it through since I've already put so much time and effort into it. You know, so I went back, finished it, and while I was actually attending school, I was still working on the company and just getting it ready for its its re-debut, I guess you could say. So when I got out of school and I graduated, actually the day after graduation is the day I went back down to Little Havana and back to Sandy. Kyle, what was your inspiration? How, how did you decide at a very young age to say, hey, I want to start making my own cigar line? Uh, my dad was a, uh, a life uh, lifelong smoker, so when I was growing up, I was always around it. And, you know, I would just sit with him in the study after he would get home from work, and you know, he would let me cut a cigar, he would let me light it for him, and then he would just let me sit with him while he told me about the construction and the flavor profiles and you know, kind of the lifestyle that's associated with, you know, cigar smoking and, uh, you know, the kind of camaraderie you can get with, you know, people that you don't know and you can just sit next to them in a lounge and you feel like you've known each other for years and years and years. And so he was the inspiration for me kind of, you know, taking the dive and, and really getting into it. And, you know, he was the first one to give me my cigar when I was I think, 16, I think it was. I got my first cigar from him. And since then, it's just been, you know, passion. It's funny. Funny you mentioned your dad. You a couple of years ago, you came out with a limited edition that you named after him, and then a couple of months ago, I believe it was maybe just a month ago, you announced that you're bringing that cigar back as a regular production. Can you tell our listeners about all of that? 
Yeah, so, uh, you know, as funny as it is, my uh, my father's name is Ronald, but uh, me and my three brothers, we actually have been calling him Reynaldo for um, I don't know how many years now. So when I was down at Titan, I brought the idea up to um, to Sandy when I said, Sandy, I want to give my father uh, a cigar for, for his birthday, and this was last year. And she's like, oh, she's like, that's great. And so, you know, I got to work on it. And, you know, I was like, oh, we should do like 100 boxes and release them to, you know, to our retailer so, you know, people can, you know, try the blend that I did because I took it to favorite, you know, Marcus from, from Havanos and tried to blend something that has a similar profile. And, you know, it was a huge, huge success. Everyone, you know, everyone really liked the blend. He loved the blend and it was only 100 boxes. So when I was showing him like some reviews, this was a couple months ago and people talking about, you know, the blend. You know, people were saying like that they wish they could get more. And then my, you know, my father said to me that he goes, you know, people should be able to smoke a cigar they like, you know, anytime. You should, you know, release it and make it, you know, always available. So he was kind of the driving force behind me bringing the brand back when it was originally supposed to be 100 boxes. But, you know, it was his cigar for him, and you know, he had final say. So <laughs> that's good. If just joining us, we're speaking with Kyle Gillis, founder of Warp Cigar. More with Kyle right after this. Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K, the Brewmeister, and Lady M. Listen to the show anywhere in the free world at kissmyashradio.com. Hey, fools, how about a game of cutthroat? Your funeral? That's my kind of game. Arnold, I hope your pool playing is better than your choice of cigars. Here, try this Rick Loose cigar. You're going to need all the help you could get. Hey, don't be stingy. Let me get one of those. Rick Loose. Wow, that's a good smoke. Now I can bring my A game. Hey, I think you should stick with that Rick Loose cigar and work on your B game because you don't have an A game, and I know a little something about games. Boom. Hey, sucker, go buy yourself a Rick Loose cigar and do it today. Voted the number one gentleman's club worldwide. Located on Okeechobee and Military Trail for the sexiest scene in the city. Come see us at the Spearman Rhino, the premier upscale gentleman's club. Get ready to celebrate the good life with the Monte Cristo Social Club Roadshow, coming soon to a city near you. Enjoy world-class premium cigar brands like Monte Cristo, Romeo y Julieta, and H. Upman. Sip on delicious drinks and savor fine foods. You'll also hear an exclusive lecture about crafting premium cigars from the first seeds to hand-rolled masterpieces. Visit MontecristoSocialClub.com slash Roadshow for more information and to reserve your tickets to join in the festivities. Surgeon General's warning, cigar smoking can cause cancers of the mouth and throat even if you do not inhale. This is Eric Espinoza, and over the years, many cigar aficionados have enjoyed my highly rated brands, 601 Murcielago. In the spirit of continuing improvement, I have purchased my own factory. La Zona, enriched and fertile tobacco region of Esteli, Nicaragua. After almost two decades in the cigar industry, I have created a brand I finally feel is worthy of my name. Espinosa cigars are made with only the finest tobaccos, hand-selected, and aged to perfection. Our cigars are bold in flavor, yet refined to the palate. Look for Espinosa cigars at your nearest fine tobacconist. For more information, visit EspinosaCigars.com. The Oliva Family. The makers of some of the most affordable yet highest rated premium cigars available continue in this tradition with the new Oliva Series V Melanio, a full-flavored yet smooth smoke which recently received a 95 rating from Cigar Snob Magazine. So always ask for Oliva, an unbeatable value and an uncompromising quality. The Oliva Family of Cigars. 
Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. Not a fan of the Genesis? Really? Yeah. Oh, it's so uh, it is, sorry. Yeah. Not a Toto feeling? Really? Toto? Kind of makes me just want to, like, skip Do you even down know the Toto? beach. No, but I just kind of want to, like, skip down the beach. <laughs> Holding hands with Adam. So. Well, we all know that never happened. For one, I would never be caught dead at the beach. What is wrong with you? That would- for one, I would never be caught dead at the beach. Not for one, Emily would never be holding my hand. I'd be never be caught dead at the beach. Hey, Izzy, get some cappuccino, please. You. Cappuccino for the big man, please. Please. Yeah, I need a cap. Sparkling for me. I need to get poop juiced up a little bit. All right. If you're joining us, we have Kyle Ellis, founder of Warp Cigars. Kyle, welcome, and thank you for joining us on Kiss My Ash Radio this morning. Oh, thank you for having me. Good. So, Kyle, I mean, from our conversation earlier, I'm taking it that you're probably in your very early 20s when you ventured into the cigar industry. Um, you know, it takes kind of a few bucks to make your first run of cigars, you know. Uh, uh, did you have help? Who helped you along the way? Or did you save a lot of that lemonade stand money growing up? And uh, how did you start the company? Um, actually, when I was 14, I started my first company in the paintball industry. And we became one of the largest uh, manufacturers and distributors of paintball apparel for the country. And so when it came time to start a new venture, um, you know, I've already had, you know, some, some experience and some, uh, some savings, you know, up from, from that company. So we started to use that money. Good for you. That so is awesome. are you an avid paintballer? Um, I was for about 13 years traveling the country, playing in tournaments and stuff like that. But you know, it, it was it was just a uh, just a different a different type of uh, body needed to do that. You know, as I get a little older, I don't move as quick, and you know, it's uh, stressful. <laughs> just wait till you get to be at my age. I have a 26 year old talk about getting old. This is bad. Uh, this is bad. It's, wow. Uh, it, it, it's no. a fun game though when I do have a chance to get out and just you know. You know, have a, have some fun. I do, but I don't. I don't do the tournament runs anymore. The circuits anymore. So. We had, we had we had a paintball competition once. Uh, our tobacco shop versus another local tobacco shop. It was probably the most grueling three hours of my life. Yeah, yeah, it, it can easy. be. If you ever need, if you ever need, uh, you know, a free agent on that, let me know. Well, I nobody knew, likes to be pellet. You know, pellet. Listen, type I knew we were in trouble when my team showed up and we all rented the, you know pathetic equipment they had at the place which kind of shoots pellets in an arc yeah you know yeah and when the other team yep, showed yep. up and they had a they had a dude unloading his boba fett stun blaster you know automatic <laughs> guns and these guys were taking out their military cases like oh yeah we're dead when i was growing we're so up dead. when i was growing up we grew up on like my house with like three acres of land and my brother would just say run and me and my sister would just run out in this open field and human he hunting would, Oh, I like this guy. And like it was like a game for him, but it was I funny like for us because he would run and he would try to hit us. And did you get pelted? Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah, he would nail us. <laughs> yeah, no, our our our, right. our paintballs were like doing these big lob arcs, and theirs were like shooting like laser straight lines. I mean, it was we That's just we got destroyed. It happens. The, 
I mean, they're probably just shooting a yeah. little too hot with it. it probably the FPS probably turned up a little too high. <laughs> uh, it was terrible. But we had this one guy that was like, I guess, super paintballer. Seriously, like, I mean, I think we won. We played like four matches. We won one strictly just because this one kid. Like, he was like Rambo on the field. He was like awesome. He would pop up. Hit two guys that were back to back on the other team and disappear. They turn around. They actually thought they hit each other. You know, it was, it was hilarious. Yep. The kid was like amazing. I don't know where he went yep. or what happened yep. to him, but it was fun. Either way, back on cigars. So we got the upcoming IPCPR show in New Orleans coming up. Anything new mm-hmm. you're working on that you're going to be uh, showing at the show? Yeah, we have. Um, like I said, like we have Don Ronaldo re-releasing from from El Titan, and then we have a cigar called Corto that we're releasing and Casa Fernanda produces it down in um, down in Tapso and Esteli. And then we have a collaboration cigar that Casa Fernandez and I did. We call it Futuro. And that's releasing as well. And we're really, really excited about that one. It's um it's a little bit something different than, you know, Warped or Casa Fernandez has ever produced. So we took it in like a completely left left turn from what we normally do on, you know, different different levels. So it's uh it's a very exciting. Well, Eduardo Fernandez really has an amazing, and for, for people who don't know, an amazing stockpile of some phenomenal tobacco. So you got some really good stuff to work with there. Do you go oh, yeah. down to Nicaragua often? Yeah, I try to get down um, as often as possible. My next time down is after the show in August. So that would probably be my next time down. But, you know, the last time I was there was a couple weeks ago. And it was, um, you know, like you said, Eduardo's just got a stockpile of, you know, just amazing tobacco, and it's it's always a blast to go down there and, and work with him and the team there, and it's a, it's an operation like no other. So it's it's, <laughs> it's impressive. That's that's the, all you can really say about it. How, how many how many cigars are you roughly producing a year or close to me? How try to determine how boutique are you, or how many how many retail stores are you actually in nationwide? The retail stores right now we're in seventy one. And then we have a, we have one in Australia and then a couple throughout the UK. Um, cigars out of Miami are, you know, it, it varies a little bit because the production of 100 cigars done per day per roller. Um, in Nicaragua, it's, you know, significantly more because they work in pairs down there. And so maybe you're looking at, you know, 300,000, you know, a year for Nicaragua, maybe 30 to 40,000 a year out of Miami. So you're an extremely so boutique brand. Yeah, exactly. So we, we put a real emphasis on, on the quality and the consistency. So, you know, with Miami, you have 100 cigars a day, so the rollers take their time. You know, you have an eight-hour span, they're making 100 cigars. So, it's, you know, we make sure that everything's done properly and that the blends are consistent. And down in Nicaragua, we have the same exact standards. So we only utilize a few pairs down there instead of the entire floor. So we keep the consistency and the quality right where it needs to be. So, I mean, um, if somebody wants to find out where the nearest retailer that carries your brands, they can go to your website. Do you have a retailer locator? Yep. yep. And your site's warpedcigars.com? Yep. Speaking of warped cigars, interesting. How, how is it, again, for our listeners who didn't catch before, how did you come up with the name Warped? Well, it all goes back to paintball. Um, my nickname for when I played was actually on the back of my jersey. My nickname was Warped, and when I started my paintball company, it was actually Warped Customs. So it's been my identity since I was about eight years old. So when it came time to, you know, start a new adventure, I just kept my name with me, and it's just been a part of me ever since I was a little kid. You know, speaking of identities, you know, you're very active in almost all aspects of your company, including your social media. 
Um, how many do you, are, do you have employees, or are you basically doing everything yourself? No, we have we have employees. It's just that you know it it's it's better for you know a brand owner to always be in touch with his customers because it's if something happens or someone's you know something happens like with a construction issue or they have a question you know I want to be able to answer them as quickly as possible. So we want to you know that's why I'm always on I'm on every social media platform so people always can have a way of communication. So there's just a sense of transparency with us that. You know, allows us to to directly you know connect with our customer, and that's overly important to us. Yeah, it really is something that's got to be very time consuming for you. What what's some of the biggest hurdles you experienced as a young entrepreneur in this industry and in starting your own brand? The biggest probably issue you're going to run into is if is the expansion part of the growth part. Because you know a lot of a lot of brands want a sense of you know hyper growth. They just want to get into store after store after store. I take a more organic approach to it. Um, you know we don't we don't utilize reps. We don't have them. So everything that we do is done organically. So you know we we prefer to be in shops that you know the brand is well received and customers are enjoying it. And you know we just kind of take our time with getting into shops and you know getting the brand to the customers and. That's probably the largest problem or issue of a new brand may have is just the actual distribution part of it. But you know you have to, you have to do it right, and that's we we employ that kind of mentality with it. Do you travel the country seeking out retailers or meeting retailers or doing events? Um, you know we do events with our shops that we have now, and you know it's a it's a great thing that when the shop calls and. Like hey, you know, we we really want to do an event with you, and you go out, and you do it, and you know, you just see all the customers who have been smoking your cigars, and you know, loving the brand, and they, you know, they come up to you, they have questions, they're happy to meet you, they're, you know, they want to learn more about it, and it's just something that you know we really like doing. We do a couple, you know, uh, here and there, but we're not constantly on the road because you know I'm either at the factories down in Nicaragua. Or you know, working on you know keeping keeping everything in line and consistent with you know what people are used to with our brand so far. Well, Kyle, listen, we wish you the best of luck and continued success in your endeavors. Uh, hopefully, I'll get a chance to run into you in uh, New Orleans and uh, chit chat a little bit. Oh yeah, we'll be there, Abe. So stop by. All right, we'll see you, Kyle. Kyle Gillis of Warp Cigars. Check out his site. Find out where you could try him. Um, Interesting fellow, young guy, uh, working Definitely. hard, I tell you. Really doing a good job working. Yeah, very cool stuff. Uh, after the break, we're going to have Dr. Bones and Nurse Amy, survival experts, find out what's going on with this bubonic plague outbreak right after this. WSWN Belglade, Palm Beach, Jupiter. It's no secret, there's a movement in this country to squash the rights of cigar smokers. These busybodies want to impose their will on cigar manufacturers, retailers, and smokers with exorbitant taxes and unfair restrictions. As a cigar enthusiast, you do have a voice in this fight. Cigar Rights of America. CRA is your partner in Washington and all 50 states in the struggle to preserve your rights to enjoy cigars at reasonable prices in traditional settings. For the price of a few cigars, just $35 a year, you can join CRA and support their efforts in your behalf. Join up today on the Smokers' Rights page at thecigarstation.com. The new Romeo Inejo by Romeo y Julieta is crafted with a passion grown through time. Its double-fermented 2008 vintage tobaccos find their perfect companion with a stock-cut dark Connecticut wrapper. 
together. They're aged in unique cedar cojones for a bold, sophisticated experience featuring notes of coffee and dark chocolate. Experience the timeless passion of the Romeo and Yeho today at your local tobacconist. Surgeon General's warning, cigar smoking can cause cancers of the mouth and throat even if you do not inhale. Arturo Fuente, the reigning family of premium cigars since 1912, artistically combining old-world traditions and unparalleled craftsmanship with flavorful aged tobaccos, making Arturo Fuente the best-selling premium cigars in America. From the world-renowned Fuente Fuente Opus X to the new line of highly rated Arturo Fuente Rosado Magnum R Series, the Fuente family is proud to offer cigars for every palate. Whether you're a connoisseur or an occasional smoker, discover why only Fuente is Fuente. Duho, Quake, Cuave, and Cucuano. Premium cigars, 100% handcrafted Nicaraguan blend. Consistency, balance, aroma, and strength. Duho, Quake, Cuave, and Cucuano. The closest cigars to perfection. To find your nearest retailer, visit cucubanocigars.com. With the launch of the City D, Eddie Ortega has returned to the classic roots of cigar making. Crafted in Nicaragua, the Ortega City D is now available in six classic sizes, from the 4.5 by 48 number 6 to the newly released 6 by 60. Available in both a Mexican Maduro and a Habano Rosado wrapper, Ortega cigars will delight and enthrall even the most demanding of cigar smokers. Stop by any smoking location and try an Ortega City D today. Ortega cigars, classic cigar sizes for classic smokers. Christoph Cigars has taken the boutique cigar industry by storm. Made in the spirit of elite Cuban cigar, Christoph allows you to experience the rich flavor and tradition found in the finest Cuban blends. Christoph Cigars are made using only the highest quality Habano seed and double fermented premium tobaccos from around the world. With 14 premium hand blends to choose from, mild to full body, Christophe has a blend that is sure to satisfy the most discriminating cigar aficionado. Discover your Christophe today. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. I miss the show. Uh, wait, did you see, uh, are you excited? You're the new watch show? The, the new one with Dennis Sex, Leary? Drugs and Rock yeah. And Roll? Yeah, I keep yeah. seeing the previews. Of His the hair looks so gay in that show. <laughs> Don't care. Like it. Uh, like it. I want to watch the show. Anything. I'm, I, I'm in with Dennis Leary. I just saw, anybody watch Tyrant? No. I saw the previews because I was watching oh. an, uh, a movie on FX last night, and I keep seeing the previews, but I didn't watch it at oh, all. This is the second season. The, the last, the last, this is a spoiler alert, because if you're watching the show, don't listen. <laughs> At least we put the spoiler alert out there. Yeah, but I mean, the guy who plays the tyrant, mm-hmm. Jamal, he's uh, I think he's an Israeli dude. Mm-hmm. He is awesome. Oh, dude, he is awesome. He is really awesome. So, in a nutshell, this is his Americanized brother who kind of left for college and never went back. Is I think it's kind of like they make this they made this fictional country to be like what uh, uh, Iraq was. Yeah, Iraq. He's like a, they're like a Saddam Hussein type of family. Right. That's kind of what it looks like. Yeah. But the brother, like, left at 18, never went back. And then he went back for his uh, nephew's wedding. So he hauls his American kids, his American wife, his family. He's still playing. 
go play in I know, why music. not? I love this song. So yeah, he, he goes back with his American family and stuff. And um, the, the father, who's a dictator, dies. So Jamal becomes this dictator while they're there for this wedding. Oh. Now, he's trying to help his brother, who's kind of not the sharpest tool in the shed, uh-huh. try to make a better country. And somehow with the American embassy gets worked up because his brother's like really a psychopath. Right. You know what? I like his character because he's a psychopath, but you like him. You know? I mean, you kind of rooting for him to do the right thing, but he can't help himself like, sometimes. A likable psychopath? It, that's what makes a great character. And they talk him into doing a coup. Oh, yeah. And he gets caught. So the season ends with his brother catching him and putting him in jail. So this season starts like he's in, been in prison for four months. Oh. His family hasn't seen him. His beard's down a year. He's already been tried and sentenced to death. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Good show. Interesting. No, it really is a good show. But the guy who plays the dictator, Jamal, I forget his actor's name, he is awesome. He is awesome. All right. We have a special guest on our show, good old friends. We love having him on. Dr. Bones, Joe Alton, MD. Joe, welcome back on Kiss My Ash Radio. Hey, it's great to be here. How are you guys? No, oh, we're good and health, healthy. Yeah, as we're of healthy. The, we don't have the plague down as, here as, yet, as, at least. As of the day, yeah. And still no Ebola. Yeah. Doctor, I mean, Doc, what's going on? I just heard about this. Bubonic plague is still around? Yeah, it's amazing that there was a, a kid in Colorado. He just turned 16 years old. And this is a kid that, you know, you would love to have as your son. He is six foot four at just the day after his 16th birthday, lived on a ranch and uh, was a star athlete, of course, as you can imagine, in, in his high school. And he wound up getting what seemed to be the flu. And he, and the problem is he, he got worse and worse. They didn't figure out what was going on with him until it was too late. And he died four days later. So he went from I'm being sure perfectly it, healthy to dead, and it turned out to be the plague. Unbelievable. Well, I'm sure the plague wasn't the first thing that came to their mind when this kid was getting sick. And as if I read correctly, he contracted this from a flea bite? Yeah, absolutely. You know that uh, the plague is a bacterial infection, uh, and it's a bacteria that's carried in the intestinal tract of fleas. And these fleas live on rodents like rats and squirrels, rabbits, uh, I guess over there, prairie dogs, chipmunks, things like that. And when you get uh, the bacteria into your system, it really, really does a number on you. It, it, infects your, it can infect your lymph nodes, it goes into your blood, goes into your lungs, and it just causes all sorts of damage. It goes quickly, and most people are dead within a few days. Where's Gregory House when you need him? Wow. Seriously. So, Doc, should I be afraid to go outside now? No, absolutely not. You know that uh, the plague, the funny thing is is that, indeed, since 1970, when they started counting these things, there has been at least several cases of plague in the United States reported every year. So this is something that happens. But it's all in the Rocky Mountains. It's all on the west coast, the southwest. Uh, there have been no cases since 1970 in the state of Florida. So uh, down here in sunny Florida, we are just fine. However, if you live in a ranch or you spend a lot of time in the outdoors in the southwest or in the Rocky Mountain states, 
uh, it is something that uh, your doctor should sort of have in the back of uh, his or her mind if you come in with a flu-like syndrome. Doc, i, I got to ask. I mean, this, this plague wiped out a huge chunk of the human population at one point. Is it, isn't it very contagious? It is extraordinarily contagious, especially the pneumonic form, which is the one that goes in the lungs. As a matter of fact, so contagious that, you know, just having someone breathe on you that happens to have it can give you the plague, the, the pneumonic plague, which is the lung version, and you could be dead within 24 hours. I mean, that's how bad it could be. However, the plague is curable. It's a bacterial disease. And so since the Middle Ages, obviously, we have developed medications like antibiotics. And if you can figure out that someone has the plague and treat them early enough, you can cure them. And drugs that you probably know about, Cipro, Leviquin, uh, Doxycycline, Vibromycin, these yeah, are drugs that could easily have treated this kid if they had just had just figured out what he had earlier. Wow. Wow. So this is really the fault of the doctors here. Well, I think that uh, it, it's sort of an unusual thing to see, but I think the doctors in the West, I mean, I, if, if it happened down here in Florida, since there have been no cases in 1970, I would be hard to fault the doctors because it's like one of the last things that you would expect. You'd think somebody who just got the flu. But over there, where there are indeed documented cases every year, well, you have to sort of wonder a little bit about, you know, what they're, what they were thinking. Uh, but, of course, I guess the flu, if it looks like the flu, you start treating it like the flu. The problem is the plague worked so fast, it was probably too late by the time they figured it out. Wow. Doesn't give them a lot of time. So, you know, Doc, you said that there's at least a couple documented cases every year in the Rocky Mountains and in the West, but how many documented cases are there worldwide every year? Oh, you know that the there's still it's still a big issue in any area that is has crowded unsanitary conditions. And in in Africa, there are at least two thousand cases every year of plague, and it kills a hundred. It kills probably at least half of those people. Wow. Crazy, and I hear I thought it was non-existent. I didn't even know about this. Yeah, yeah, crazy stuff. So, things. so pretty much, if, if if you're diagnosed with flu-like symptoms and no one can figure it out, you should tell the doctor, "Hey, man, check me out for the plague." You're absolutely right. Fever of unknown origin, weird symptoms, just not getting better. You know, be a, be assertive with your medical care provider, and you know, tell them, "Hey." I need more testing. This thing is easily identified on uh, on bacterial testing, easily treatable if you get it, if you get it early. So, always, you know, in the back of your mind, think about other kinds of infections other than just you know your regular flu. If you find you're just not getting better quickly. Well, well while I have you on, Doc, I'd like to bring up another topic. Considering now, I feel like I know you. We have a relationship. I trust your opinion. Oh, I'm, I'm honored. You know, especially. Thank you. With, with, he can't fix that problem. No. <laughs> <laughs> Don't even bother asking him. With with four young kids, I'm shocked at this how it's become a really big debate about vaccinations. Some of these women and mothers are so adamant against it, and you know, what's your take on vaccinations? Should they be doing it? Should they not? Some people believe they lead to mental and physical defects. I was vaccinated as a child. Uh, you know. 
I seem perfectly fine. Were you vaccinated? I believe so, yes. No, that, I don't that's think a I... case that's a case against right there, but you know Obvi- I, obviously my issues definitely have to do with vaccinations. Yeah, I mean what what's your take on vaccinations? Well, you know, I think the vaccination in many cases vaccinations are perfectly safe. Uh, the, the, there are some side effects that occur in some cases. They're usually, any serious side effects are usually one in the hundred thousands when it comes to that. There are, you have to think about, if you look at just like measles, for example, you know, before they started doing vaccinations for measles, there were several thousand kids in the, several hundred thousand cases in the U.S. of measles every year, and at least several thousand children that died every year. So there are several thousand children, you might have been one of them, that would not be here if they had not gotten the measles uh, vaccination. The, the flu vaccination, that could be a little different because, you know what, they, it depends on last year's flu versus this year's flu. If you had, last year's flu was very similar to, this, to what this year's flu is going to be, since they used the proteins from that virus last year to make this year's vaccine, it'll be very effective. Now, the funny thing about it is, you know how they mentioned that you should definitely have the flu vaccine? Well, the flu vaccine turned out to be only 19% effective this year because the, the virus this year was a little bit different than the virus last year. So, and, and, and if we take plague, they have never found an effective vaccine. So not all vaccines are created equal. Vaccines for polio, vaccines for measles, vaccines for a lot of things, tetanus. Uh, these things are absolutely smallpox. Uh, all of these things are really, really safe, and you should be getting these vaccines. Now, the other things that maybe are not quite as effective, then you may, ha- you may make a, a personal decision after doing your own research. But in general, I'm, I'm pro-vaccine. And, and my audience, uh, a, a lot of them are not. And so uh, this is where, you know, I, I have to step out on a limb. It wouldn't sound like it, but to say that, you know, you really should get the vaccine if it's available. So you, I assume you, you and Nurse Amy have kids. You vaccinated your children? Of course. Of course. Yeah. Yes, we did. Interesting. Very interesting. Um, is there anything going on in the world Right now that you think, well, especially here in Florida, I mean, we broadcast here now in Florida and New York, but is there anything that we should be concerned about? Well, I think that we're going to have a resurgence of the uh, that virus that spread throughout the Caribbean uh, last summer called uh, chikungunya. Have you, have you heard of that one? Chikungunya, yeah. With, with H1? No. Yeah, there you go. No, I... Yeah, there you go. I, it I, caused... I'm sorry, go ahead. Yeah. No, no, I never heard of chikungunya. chikungunya. Oh, okay. I think I had it at a Chinese restaurant last week. Chikungunya is a virus um, that originated in Africa and Asia. Uh, the word chikungunya it sounds like a crazy word, but uh, the word is, an, is from an African tribal dialect, and it means bends, bends over in pain. And basically oh. what it is, it causes a flu-like, it's, it's passed by mosquitoes, it causes a flu-like syndrome that, causes you to have a lot of severe back and muscle aches and joint aches. But the problem is is that after the fever and the, the other flu-like symptoms go away, you may, for weeks or months, have these joint aches and muscle aches. 
and it Ooh. passed over in 2013 into the Caribbean area. It, there have been 800,000 cases in the Caribbean and in South America. It's actually a true pandemic, if you think about it, because it's in, Europe, it's in Asia, it's in Africa, it's in the Caribbean, it's in South America, and there were at least 50 cases in the state of Florida. And this is passed by mosquitoes. You know, mosquitoes are an issue here, in the, especially in the state of Florida. And so, therefore, if you're going to be spending a lot of time outdoors, think about insect repellent. Uh, you know, if you don't like DEET or permethrin or some of these commercial versions, you can use citronella oil and just rub it on your skin or rub it on uh, on your clothing. There are lots of other essential oils, uh, eucalyptus, things like that that'll that'll yeah. annoy mosquitoes. Don't let any standing water lay around your your property if, if you have a home uh, and they can be breeding grounds for mosquitoes mosquitoes need like an inch of standing water in order to breed and and, and lay eggs and have them successfully become other mosquitoes so that would be I guess the, the thing I'm going to look out for this summer wow not 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 too lethal but very painful Yes, it, yeah, it's not as lethal as the plague or, or a lot of these other ones are not even as lethal as malaria, but passed by mosquitoes like malaria, it has affected you know, millions of people, and it just has arrived here in uh, this, part, this, part, this hemisphere, and so that means that there are very few people that are immune to it. Wow. Well, check out, uh, check out please, check out Joe Alton, Doc Bones' book, the Survival Medicine Handbook, you can find it on Amazon. Also, Doc, uh, what's your website? The website is called doomandbloom.net. Not doom and gloom, doomandbloom.net. And you'll find over 700 articles, posts, and videos on medical preparedness for any disaster on the site. Well, Doc Bones, keeping our KMA listeners safe and sound. We appreciate you joining us again. Always a pleasure, Doc. Give our regards to Nurse Amy, and uh, hopefully we'll talk to you guys again soon. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Always a pleasure. Uh, up ahead, punish the producer. Yes. We're, we're going to do electroshock trivia with John and see how he pans out right after this. Follow us on Twitter at KissMyAssRadio. Yes, it's mandatory. The recently released Perdomo Double Age 12-Year Vintage is an extremely rare blend of Perdomo's finest and most cherished 12-year-old fillers, binders, and wrappers. Bale-aged for 10 years and then barrel-aged in bourbon barrels for an additional two years, these exquisite Nicaraguan tobaccos are bursting with rich, complex flavors. Offered in Connecticut Sun-Grown or Maduro, each Perdomo Double Age 12-Year Vintage pairs extremely well with the finest Scotch whiskeys, bourbons, and other fine spirits. Available at only 250 authorized tobacconists worldwide, the Perdomo Double Age 12-Year Vintage is a must-have for every cigar enthusiast. Truly bold cigars like a good story. Perfectly crafted throughout, and you never want it to end. Take it from Rob Weiss, member of Camacho's Board of the Bold and creator of the award-winning TV series Entourage. The Camacho Corojo is hand-built from authentic Corojo seeds, built for the expert palate and fine-tuned for maximum flavor impact, consistency, and quality. Coot Cigars presents Miro. 
a balanced, complex cigar with dominant notes of earth and sweet cream complemented by cocoa, spice, and nuts. With fillers from Nicaragua and Honduras and employing a beautiful Ecuadorian Sumatra wrapper, this medium to full-bodied cigar offers a delicious, bittersweet combination with an easy draw. With a rating of 91 by Cigar Snob Magazine. Middle Cigars, presented by Coots. Available at tobacconist retailers nationwide. Coots.com. That's K-U-U-T-S dot com. Honest Abe here, and let me tell you, undeniably, there's only one premium handcrafted stick that's 100% different than any other. True Estates Acid. It's so wildly different that it's difficult to describe in words. Sweet. Herbal, botanical, earthy, delectable, and on and on. They keep its unique infusion process a total secret, and with good cause, because everyone would copycat this unique cigar if they knew how. Guys love it, girls love it, and the people you smoke it around love it. Everyone loves acid cigars. Keeping Cuba's most coveted traditions for three generations, the legend continues with San Latano. With signature blends by A.J. Fernandez, available in a smooth and creamy Connecticut, a hearty, rich San Andreas box press, Maduro, and a robust, full-bodied Habano. A.J. Fernandez continues the legacy with his new creation, the prestigious San Latano Oval. Using ultra-premium aged tobacco that takes a whole new shape and balance, the San Latano Oval is now available in both a Maduro and Habano wrapper. Visit your local tobacconist today and ask for San Latano Cigars by A.J. Fernandez. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. Is Colin working the board today? Very unusual mix of music today. I love this song, Rancid, Time Bomb. <laughs> oh, it brings back to middle school. I got a Time Bomb for you in a few minutes. <laughs> that could be taken a couple of ways. Yeah. Welcome back, folks. Honest Abe here. You're listening to Kiss My Ash Radio. We are broadcasting live from the main cigar lounge at the world-famous Casa de Monte Cristo Cigar Bar right here in the heart of Boynton Beach, Florida. I'm here with my gang, Adam Key, the brewmeister, and the lovely lady, um, Tell you what, I like having Dr. Bones on, man. I like it, them, too. It's always interesting stuff. Yeah, I do, I don't, I'm not sure I'm going to leave the house anymore. You know what? You know, bugs, you know, that's why I'm glad I got screened in patio, but they yep, still get in. But, you know, yeah, man, bugs just spread stuff. Yep. I mean, they just, you know. But it's, it, you're never going to get away from them as long as you live on this earth. Well, you know, it doesn't mean you got to so, be out in the outdoors all 24 hours a day. And, you know, my little... So safe, should I not go on my hike today? You know. Just bring... Repellent. Listen, Re- if you don't go repellent. in the ocean, you don't the get bit deep, by sharks. The deep in the repellent is probably yeah. more harmful to your body than... Than the mosquito. Uh, I don't themselves. think it's more harmful than bubonic plague. No, it's no. not. Okay. But I'm just saying the chances. Listen, it's a simple rule. Don't go in the ocean. You don't get bit by sharks. Right. Okay. Speaking of sharks, you had a shark incident. Oh my God, Kingston almost got bit by a shark the what? other day. Yeah. We were we Texted were in the me. ocean. Not even we were ten feet out. Not even. I right. was literally up to my knees. You know, dog sees a shark. Ooh, friend, let me go play. No, right. Kingston yeah. was getting his ball, and then all of a sudden I see this like four or five foot shark just start swimming up to him. Literally, he the shark was two feet from him. I just started running. I grabbed him. Whoa. And I just started running out the water. And I would have like, thrown the dog his bait. Here, let me get out of here. And a part, but a part of me was like, oh, my God, this shark could bite me. That's what I was saying. Yeah, right. But I, I just figured if he bites my dog or gets my dog, I have to get, you know, have some kind of grab on Kingston to be able to pull him away. 
I, it, you stick I, his thumb in the eyeball. Oh, my God. It scared the living crap out of me. I cried. I pulled him up on shore, and I laid with him. I started crying. Everyone's looking at me like... How long before you went back in the water? <laughs> I, we didn't. We oh. didn't go back in the water at all that day. Was, do you know... Was it, a, it was probably a bull shark. I it think. could have been. Man, I don't care it was what a kind of shark Bull sharks are very dangerous. Dangerous. I don't care what kind dangerous. of shark. That's why I don't go in the ocean. Yeah. I love the ocean. All right? Pound like for pound, I'd rather fight a grizzly. Right? He still may kill me, but I feel like I got a better fighting chance. You have a better chance of dying but in a you know plane what? crash. Exactly, or in a car accident. Listen, yeah. I don't care. Yeah. I've seen the video cameras over beaches where everybody hanging out and all the sharks oh, yeah. around them. Those are all I them. haven't seen videos of plane crashes almost crashing and spinning out of it. No, thank you. What was that movie with Denzel? Yeah. Uh, Flight. Flight yeah. plan. No, thank you. I, I take a pass. I, the, the ocean belongs to those animals. They can have it. Enjoy mm. it. Well, we know more about the... I'll uh, stay out of your world. You stay yes, out of mine. Yes. <laughs> we know more about deep space than we know about the oceans. Yes. Once again, you're making my point for yes. us. <laughs> Which is scary. It really is. I mean, huh. all right. Oh, it's time what yeah. I've been waiting for all week. Yeah, it's time to punish the producer. Let's do it. We hate him as much as you do. And now it's time to make him pay. Punish the producer. A lot of hate. Yeah, this is how I get back at you for doing such a <sighs> half-butt job. All right, ready? Uh, yeah, sure. Just so our listeners know, we have our producer, John Barron, tied up to a electric dog collar. Yes. Yes. Set at level two. Right now. For shock. Right. We're going to ask him a baker's dozen, 13 uh, trivia questions. Everyone he gets wrong, he'll get shocked. Yeah. And the uh, as the questions go on, the level of intensity will increase. I have a feeling all these questions are off like the Mensa. And no, the no, no. I, I predict you'll get forty percent right. Oof. Okay. Um, can we turn this on? How do we yep. turn this on here? Yeah, mode. All right, here we go. And it's the Y, right? The Y this will. One. Yeah. Shock okay. Him. Here we go. Question number one. Okay. Which dinosaur name means tyrant lizard? Tyrannosaurus Rex. Correct. All right. Question number two. What are the colors of the flowers of a shamrock? What color? Oh what color? Yeah. What, what, what color? What color is the flower of a shamrock? I know a shamrock itself is green. Uh, uh, yellow? Purple? Yellow. <laughs> no. White. It is white. <laughs> One shock. One shock going up to level four. Oh, great. Howard Hughes. Ah. Spruce Goose. Was one of the biggest aircrafts ever constructed. Uh-huh. How many times did it fly? Twice. <laughs> How many times? <laughs> Once. Oh, I was so close. I just Once. Thought I thought it was barely so made it. I thought I knew that. Did one. you watch the movie? Flew twenty feet. Okay. Oh, Great. We're at level. F- we're at level yeah, five. Yeah, stop jumping up two. Okay. You're jumping up two levels. Oh, this is the beginning. I need a level, moderator. We're at level I'm, five. I'm, I'm, I got you, John. <laughs> okay. Electric eels can produce enough power to kill a person outright. Okay. In the rivers of which continent can the electric eels be found? South America. Very good. Okay. Woo! Number five. How many times daily do Muslims have to face towards Mecca and Saudi Arabia to pray? Can I give him, like, a clue? No, no. no. Um, then? Poor guy. Uh, I, I'm thinking of his sunrise, sunset, but that's Fiddler on the Roof. <laughs> Look at the number on his. Uh, five. Um, four. Level five for number five. Okay. Five. Oh. <laughs> We're getting there. Five yes. times. We're getting there. Five, five times. times. I got my pacemaker reset. One yet. 
Number six. Oh. Bridgmanite is a newly named mineral, mineral, which is named after a person from which profession? What? Multiple choice. Okay. Okay. What's the name of the thing again? Bridgmanite. 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 Was it named after a zoologist, a gardener, a physicist, or an architect? Bridgmanite is a newly named mineral named after a person from which profession? Zoologist, Uh, gardener, physicist, or architect? Well, the obvious answer would be architect, but I'm going to go with it anyway. Architect? Oh, what are you? Physicist, of course, scientist. Go with the logical guess. <laughs> Emily's feeling bad. I am. This poor guy. Yeah, poor dog. You know, have we done, have we done the thing we're going to do? I haven't missed one yet. Number <laughs> seven. Yeah. Which kind of ape's name means man of the woods? Gorilla? Gibbon? Chimpanzee? Or orangutan? I got this one right. Oh, my God. Which man of the woods. kind of ape's name means man of the woods? Well, gorillas are big and human-like, but they're not as closely related to humans as orangutans. Oh, you are Good correct. I didn't Dodge the level seven shot. He wasn't Ooh. looking at me. He All right. Wasn't. Here we go. Are you cheating? No, he wasn't looking at me. I don't me. want any. Hey, no cheating. In the TV program, Are You Being Served? Oh. Do you know that show? Um, no. No. Yeah, I never heard of it either. But no. What is the character name played by Wendy? Richard. <laughs> I'll, I'll make a multiple choice for you and make it easy. Is it Miss Beethoven, Miss Mozart, or Miss Brahms? Okay. Um, I, gave you, I gave you a 33% chance. Those are all from the classical era. So that doesn't help me at all. Uh, Mrs. Beethoven. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, Miss yeah. That was wrong. That one was incorrect, everybody. <laughs> I was wrong. For you scare, scoring at home. All right. We're at level eight electroshock. I felt that one in my eyeball. Question <laughs> number nine. He's going to have a switch. Question so, number uh, lose, nine. Lose my contact in this game. What is the largest city in Africa with a population of 10 million people? I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you multiple choice from okay. now on to help you out. Okay. Is it Nairobi? Yeah, I don't know. Casablanca or Cairo? 10 million people. Hmm. Cairo. It's correct. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm like having a Pavlovian response right now. All right. Oh, thank you, Cairo. Still at level eight. Question number nine. Uh, no, number ten. Oh, okay, good. From thank what God. Shakespearean play? All right. I hope you're good at your Shakespeare. I think I'm yes. okay with this one. Do these phrases originate which have entered our everyday language? Okay. Neither a borrower nor lender a B. I'm sorry. Neither a borrower nor a lender B. To the manner born, murder most foul. Romeo and Juliet? Oh, nope. Nope. Othello. Othello. Murder. Murder should give me a little tip. Murder. There was, there was a lot of murder in. Yes, there Romeo. was a lot of murder. Actually, there's a lot of murder in all of his plays. All right. So. You're at level nine. Here we go. Three questions left. These poor dogs. <laughs> What was the acta diurna, oh. which was displayed in public places during Julius, Julius Caesar's birthday? The world's first public bath, the world's first laws of the land, or the world's first daily newspaper? I think, uh, whoa, the last two. The acta, I think Latin was 
Eight. Oh, Just made that up. Some decree thing? With the Korean one? What's, what was Booze B? Public bath, uh-huh. laws of the land, or daily newspaper? Well, I, newspaper is probably not it because, well, they did write in paper back then. I'm going to go B. Laws of the land? Yes. You are wrong. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> that one was wrong. Papers. That one was rough, everybody. It was newspaper. Woo! Newspaper. Really? Daily, yeah. Daily newspaper. Diurna's daily By the way, Latin. Abe got these questions, obviously. Not all of them. You may no no, miss- no 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 oh, I say you it, yeah, got them got right. I said you picked them. What level uh, are we at now? You're at level ten with two questions left. Oh come on! Here we go. I'm surprised he hasn't cursed yet. Name the only fish that lives largely on land rather than in water. They give you multiple choice here. Uh okay. I think I'm Bombay right. duck. Guitar fish. Uh-huh. No. Angier fish. Uh-huh. Or mudskipper. Mudskipper. Mudskipper is correct. And your last question, whether or not you get a level 10 shock or not, here we go. Come on. Germany's Neuschwanstein Castle. Castle. Germany's Neuschwanstein Castle. Castle. I had a house near there. <laughs> was started in 1869 by Mad King Ludwig II and is the model for the castle in which Walt Disney cartoon film? Mm. Is it Aladdin? Uh-uh. Oh, boy. Beauty and the Beast, Oy. Sleeping Beauty, or Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs? Okay, I don't think... It's not Aladdin, because that was all uh, Middle Eastern. And I don't think it was the Seven Dwarfs, because I don't really remember too many castles in that movie. Was it was it Sleeping Beauty, and what was the other one? Beauty and the Beast. Crap. Sleeping Beauty. Oh, he got it. Yes! <laughs> shock him anyway. Hooray! No, no, whoa, whoa, no, whoa, no, no. whoa. I am turning over the remote back to Lady. He's taking the collar off real quick. <laughs> Nicely done, John. You can hand for <laughs> Electroshock Trivia. John Barron, welcome back. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Nicely done. Oh. All right. Oh. Uh, <laughs> that was vibrate. Yeah, okay. it was vibrate. All right, after the break, we're going to see what's new in the humidor and do a light em up review right after this. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of fine cigars. You're listening to Kiss My Ash Radio. Named after the most interesting man in the cigar world, the Nestor Miranda Special Selection is carefully made in Esteli, Nicaragua, using only the finest Nicaraguan Habano wrapper. The cigar is oily to the touch and is second to none in construction. Available in both a dark, spicy, sweet Oscuro wrapper and a bold, full-bodied Rosado wrapper. For the tobacconist nearest you offering Nestor Miranda cigars, visit MiamiCigarAndCompany.com. Buying a home is the biggest investment you face. Choosing the right company to help makes all the difference. Property Transfer Services is a fully licensed professional title company that has been serving Florida, New Jersey, and the entire East Coast for over 22 years. Our team of experienced licensed title officers are here to work with the seller, buyer, realtor, builder, and bank to make sure that every transaction is a success. For more information on how Property Transfer Services can help you, call Michael Raff at 561-691-5941. Again, that's 561-691-5941. Property Transfer Services is the official sponsor of The Great Smoke. Voted the number one gentleman's club worldwide. Located on Okeechobee Military Trail for the sexiest scene in the city. Come see us at the Spearman Rhino, the premier upscale gentleman's club. 
It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number no. 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper. Fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lighting up the Diamond Crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium Diamond Crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium Diamond Crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or Diamond Crown Lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or visit diamondcrown.com. Coots Nicaraguan Blend, a pleasing medium-bodied cigar with a mix of flavors like cinnamon, graham cracker, herbs, spice, oak, grass, and mild pepper. The latest addition to the Coots Brands is a perfectly balanced cigar with subtle and nuanced flavors blended together nicely. This cigar poses a rich blend of Nicaraguan binders and fillers and featuring an Ecuadorian Habano wrapper, greatly recommended for those who simply love the enjoyment of kicking back and getting the full cigar experience. Coots Nicaraguan Blend, presented by Coots. To find your nearest tobacconist, visit Coots.com. That's K-U-U-T-S dot com. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. Welcome back, folks. You're listening to Kiss My Ash Radio. Honest Abe here. I'm here with my gang, Adam K, and fondling herself as well. Oh, I just got so cold so quick, and I'm like, ding! Lady M. Are your headlights blaring? Oh, blaring. I tell you what, that segment was really supposed to be Adam K versus John. It was. But Adam it, touted he would have gotten it, most it of it. It wouldn't have been that much fun, because except for like the one about Miss Brom. Um, Adam got a majority of them right. He was telling yeah. me his answers while behind your back. Lottie. Yeah. John. We will get Adam, though. But we're going to have to make him really oh. tough questions. We, we had a good suggestion from the audience to tase John. tase John for a punished producer. I'm for tasing. I'd like to see a person get tased live. I think that would be pretty cool. You up for getting tased? Let's see how close we can get John to the edge of death. On the next, punish the producer. We should have some kind of con- uh, disclaimer. Yeah, we should have him sign something. We'll we got two this. EMTs on hand. No, I'm fine. All right, all right. I think we could tase him. Yeah. We could in- well, no, but you know. So you're saying you won't get tased? It's I will. You t- want to? Part of you? I, I can see it. Part of you <laughs> wants to do it. Kind of part of me does. Yeah. See, I, I'm telling you, John. I've been tased by the the handheld ones with the little buzzer that goes across. Yeah. And that hurts a lot. Um, but the ones that shoot out into you are like 50,000 volts, the cop ones. I mean, we just had a cop in here. We could have done it, I'm sure, you know. Oh, yeah. I, I think they, they, they know if they fire that, don't they? Yeah. There, there's a... It, it, 
Well, we can still no. get one <laughs> from the audience. We can get a taser. Sure, no problem. Is 50,000 the smallest to shoot tasers are? No, I think that's pretty much as, as, as high as you can get. But the police do it, so it's got to be safe. Oh, yeah, definitely. I've watched well, those taser technically, videos. Technically, I mean, a lot of them say that before you are issued a taser, you have to be shot with the yes, taser. Yes, that is true. That is, before you are issued one, you have to be so shot with it. So are you willing to be tased? So you know what it's like. He wants to. I know he wants to. Yeah, my buddy Josh got tased. Part of him wants so, to do I'm it. so unbalanced because it would look great, and I'm all for content, but <laughs> another part of me is like, well, I might die. <laughs> you won't die from teasing. Oh, yeah. Unless you have a heart oh, yeah, condition I promise you. No, I don't, I don't think I have angina or anything like I'm that. I'm not giving you a CPR if it, that's helps. No, there's no mouth-to-mouth is not even the way to go anymore, right? They don't do mouth-to-mouth. It's, it's all chest compression. They don't do mouth-to-mouth with station anymore? Right. How do they fill the lungs? Really? Yeah, you gotta, you gotta do the uh, what's the another one bites. The I guess dust. if the blood gets going, the lungs kick in. Right. Yeah, blood already has oxygen in it. Yeah. Yep. It's science. So, are you willing to get tased? Science. I'm willing to get tased. Yeah. There we go. We got it on the air. Yeah. He's willing to get tased. All right, I'll order a taser. <laughs> Talk to Izzy, man. They're expensive. Well, first I heard I may I may soil my undergarments and I may also fall down and concuss myself. No, we'll get padding. No, we'll, we'll pad the floor. Padding for my my. Yes. I'll get some depends too. The garments too. we'll take pictures of after you yeah. soil your garments. Abe's got diapers at home for the babies. We got so pull-ups. We'll yeah. And you're probably as big as one of my kids, well, so it shouldn't be a problem. <laughs> Oh, this has escalated so quickly. All right. Let's find out what's, uh, what, what we got. New in the humidor. New way. Let's find out what's new in the humidor. No, no, honey, I'm good. Honey, I'm good. I probably should not. I somebody at home. Somebody at home. Home. It's been a long night I love this song. Every time this song comes on in the car, everywhere. Okay. I love it. I think we should just make this lady in karaoke. That guy over there has a great beard and mustache. Where you know, there's a beard and mustache club that one, one of our staff members belongs to. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. We should definitely sign him up. That is a good beard. Like a, Take a picture of that. Like Put it on Facebook. I'll go, I'll go cost him real quick. Yeah, he's all right with it. Listen, when you sport a beard like that, you want it to be yeah. seen. That's a nice looking beard. Hey, beard. Hey, hey beard, beard guy. <laughs> <He's> ignoring you. <laughs> Rightfully so. Yeah, I agree. Oh, boy. All right, let's find out. What Adam K. What is new in the humidor? Nat Sherman just released their new limited edition. As for those of you aware, last year they came out with the 75th anniversary to honor President Joel Sherman's 75th birthday. This year they are doing the 85th to That's honor. Ten years is a lot in a year. Well, no, that was the Joel. That was the Nat Sherman. 75th was the for Joel Sherman's birthday. Darn it! This is the 85th for the 85th anniversary of the company. Ah. It is, in a, it is a double Robusto format. I actually smoked one last night. It's very nice. It is made uh, by our friend Manuel Quesada at the Quesada factory in the Dominican. It is a lovely double Robusto for $19, available in boxes of 10, and they only came out with about 1,200 boxes. Wow. So get them while you can. It'll run you $190 for the box. The good people at Nestor Miranda have reissued the Dano. Dano was a huge hit for them when it first came out. I remember. It is a six, uh, 7 by 58. Is it the same blend? It is a different blend because they, when they, they changed, last year they changed over the entire Nestor Miranda line to instead of just having the Habano and the Maduro, they now have a Connecticut Habano and a Maduro, and they tweaked the blend slightly. These are all made by Don Pepin at the My Father factory in Esteli, Nicaragua. 
they only made a thousand boxes, fifteen hundred boxes of each size. Uh, well, of each wrapper anyway. Each wrapper of the each Dano. wrapper of the, the Dano. Dano is the size, which is a big one. It's the it's seven by fifty eight. This is this may be a silly question, um, but I notice a lot of the manufacturers get a lot of their stuff from Esteli. Is Nicaragua is not a huge country? Are they all getting from similar plots, or is there? Are no, there, there's there's many many Jalapa, Condega. There's many different oh, regions there, and there of growing in Nicaragua. But you have to also remember too. This is where the cigars are being manufactured. Yes. Uh, but they still get tobaccos from other countries that they use. Okay. So it's not always tobacco that's grown in that region when it's made in that region. Uh, I gotcha. They, they buy and import a lot of different tobaccos from various countries. So, um, you know, that's part of the thing. But uh, Dominican has always been the number one exporter of cigars uh. for years. And that's because the majority of people still smoke milder cigars, which Dominican is really, really good for. Oh, okay. But Nicaragua is really becoming, as far as the more connoisseur of cigars, the more Cubanesque style oh, okay. cigars. And Nicaragua is really becoming the dominant leader in, in, in medium to full body cigars. Absolutely. So get Dano while you can. Uh, Camacho has come out with their new regular production in the Camacho Barrel Aged. It is a bourbon barrel aged base cigar. It is available in three different Vitolas, 6x60, Robusto, and Toro. And they're doing a whole tour with they this, They are too. doing a massive I mean, tour like last year. They're also using all the different stuff from the barrels that were used to age tobacco. Oh. You know, so they got, like, ashtrays made with these barrel parts. and They've know, got ashtrays. Um, they've even got wood barrel pieces you can win at a different, different events. So if yeah. you check out all across the country the Camacho Barrel Age Tour, say hi to Latin Thunder. He'll be driving the <laughs> Camacho <laughs> Barrel Age truck around all year. Uh, they just kicked it off two weeks ago in Orlando. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken. They'll be going uh, all over the country. So they will be all over the country. I think they're doing, it's a massive event, so they'll have a lot of different things, and they'll teach you all about the cigars and how they were processed and the barrels, and there'll be a lot of whiskey tastings, too, that go along Bourbons, with it. Bourbons, yeah. Mm-hmm. They, 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 it's they're really hyping this up. It's a big release Absolutely. For them. It is a very big release, and they're doing a massive, it's going to be a national tour, and so make sure you check out the Camacho Barrel Aged when it comes into your area. Yeah, I'll throw that up on, uh, I think on their website they have the tour schedule, so I'll throw that up. Perfect. There you Facebook. go. Uh, the La Aurora Company, our friend Guillermo Leone, has released the Puro Vintage 06. The Puro Vintages are a yearly release. I've been a big fan of this yearly release from them. Uh, is it in the same Solomon size? It is in a Solomon. It is Man, a single size. It's been some of really the best cigars that they've produced over the years. A lot of aged tobaccos. This is the two th- Last year was the 05 crop. This is the 2006 crop. And they've also created an incredibly ornate box to display them. There are only 18 cigars in each box. Oh, uh, so it's an 18 count as opposed to the typical. It's been 10 in the past, right? Uh, yes. Or 8 or 10 it, in the past. Uh, I believe it was 10. Yeah, it was one row. Yeah. But so this is a bigger box. It is a bigger box. They've got 18, and they're all standing straight up, and they've got their very own, and it's got opens from the front, lids on the top. It's a very, very or- and they only made 1,000 boxes. Yeah. So it's, once again, a very limited production cigar. It's actually one I, you know... Everybody's got their annual limited editions. This is one actually I like. I look forward to. So if you get a chance, give it a shot. The Puro Vintage 06. It is a fascinating cigar. Uh, another one of the TAA releases from the Crown Heads, the Angel's Anvil for this year, was released about a week ago. That is now out and about. So if you get your hands on it once again, that's another very limited that production. That will last. That'll fly. Will not shelf. last. If yeah. you find it, get it while you can. So there you go. That's what's new in the humidor. Some limited stuff. So get A lot of limited stuff, yeah. and that's what's coming out right about now. And it's probably going to slow down up until the trade show in three weeks. Yep. Norlands. 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 Are we going to go to a, the Whiskey House? 
Willie Mays? Willie Whiskey Mays Whiskey House. House? Some fried, I don't know. Some I'm fr- not going. For some fried chicken. Uh, I'm sure you guys I, I've been know. hearing about the fried chicken for like five years. <laughs> I'm so. telling you, fried chicken was Abe's good. Abe's been talking about this place for three years, <laughs> and he's like, just wait until we go. Wait until 2015. Wait until 2015. We're going to go. It's going to be great. And we are. Adam K and I are going to go get some fried chicken. Fried chicken. That's right. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you something. I heard about this place. I went there. Yeah. First off, when I, I told Sock I was going there, he's like, bring me back a bag of fried chicken, <laughs> which I did. Bought it back on the train trip. But we got there. It was in the, I mean, I don't want to say ghetto, but like a very distraught area that still hadn't recovered from Katrina. I mean, when they were driving us there in the oh, cab, I'm like, yeah. dude, where's this guy taking it's us? It's still bad over there. It's oh, yeah. crazy. It's still a lot of places still not developed, yeah. redeveloped. But when we got there, it was like trickling rain. There was a line around the building. Wow. They're all huddling underneath this like Yeah, we heard this story like five sill. times. Yeah. <laughs> Every yeah. time my mouth I told my waters. wife, go ask him how long. Because I figured this line was going to be like a two-hour line. They right. said 20 minutes. There's no way this line is 20 minutes. But sure enough, we got down, and this line moved. They Jeez. feed them wow. out, feed them out. It's a big house. Shaking base. They feed them out. And as people, and as I'm in line, everybody's from some other state. They're all, everybody. Really? Texas. Yeah, they're just oh, it's all. Like a, it's like a destination place. Big time. It's one of the best fried chicken places in the country. I think it was on Diners Drive. It was on Fries. Food Show Network yeah, 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 and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. So as they're coming out, I keep asking everybody, was it worth the wait? Was it worth it? And everybody's like, yes. Oh, wow. and it was good. It was good fried chicken. But did so. they, have, they have biscuits there too? They got, they got like three things. You can get Cornbread. catfish, yeah. fried chicken, or uh, pork cutlet. Oh, really? Yeah, fried pork cutlet, I think it was. And um, mm. and then, of course, the sides. Yeah. But it was good. Okay. And it was quick. They serve you quick. You're out quick, and they move the people in and out all day long. So Willie Mays Whiskey House will be there. Mm. All right, after the break, we're going to find out this week who belongs in a cigar insane asylum. Stay tuned right after this. Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and Lady M. Listen to the show anywhere in the free world at kissmyashradio.com. If you created the Aging Room Small Batch Cigar Line, the highest rated boutique cigar brands of our times, what would you do next? Well, if you're Raphael Nodal from Boutique Blend Cigars, you would combine your three most important passions of your life, Cuba, music, and cigars, and create a new classic, La Boheme Cigars. La Boheme is Raphael's take on the golden age of Cuban cigars. La Boheme is a sophisticated blend of extra-aged and hard-to-find tobacco from the Dominican Republic, a medium-bodied cigar rich in flavors, reminiscent of the island he left 35 years ago in a small boat with his family. Why wait for the embargo to be lifted? Smoke La Boheme today. Blending is in our DNA. When you light a Davidoff cigar, you set aglow the richest tradition of cigar making in the world. You release craftsmanship achieved by our investment in that most precious of commodities, time. The time it takes to create a Davidoff cigar as it passes through 600 hands before it arrives in yours. The time it takes to age and mature the tobacco which fills a Davidoff cigar, sometimes as much as 10 years. The time it takes to hand pick, hand roll, and then carefully hand check each individual cigar before it is fit to wear the legendary Davidoff white band. In every second of enjoyment, there are decades of experience. In every way, it is time beautifully filled. The Oliva family, the makers of some of the most affordable yet highest rated premium cigars available, continue in this tradition with the new Oliva Series V Milanio, a full-flavored yet smooth smoke, which recently received a 95 rating from Cigar Snob magazine. 
Milanio and the other great Oliva cigars can be found at all smoke-in locations. So always ask for Oliva, an unbeatable value and an uncompromising quality. Oliva family of cigars. Awarded the 2014 Nicaraguan Cigar of the Year with numerous 90-plus ratings, the Perdomo 20th Anniversary Cigar celebrates Tabacalera Perdomo's 20 years as one of Nicaragua's largest premium cigar manufacturers. Using only the highest priming tobaccos grown exclusively by the Perdomo family, the 20th Anniversary Cigar has a tremendous profile with layer upon layer of rich, elegant, complex flavors. Visit your nearest authorized tobacconist today and experience the masterful blend of these Nicaraguan puros. Now available in extremely limited edition pyramid size in sun-grown or Maduro. From the makers of the number one cigar in the USA in 2013, the Aging Room Quattro F55 comes yet another highly rated cigar, the Aging Room Bin Number 1, a full-bodied Dominican cigar made with some of the world's oldest tobacco in the market today from the harvest of 1997, 98, and 99. It starts out smooth and builds up in strength and flavor until it reaches its full potential. The Aging Room Bin Number 1. For the true connoisseur looking for a sophisticated smoking experience, with balance, complexity, and character. Aging Room Cigars. Blending is in our DNA. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. Final segment of this week's episode of Kiss My Ash Radio. We hope you enjoyed the show thus far. I enjoyed shocking our producer. Is that your third cigarette now since it's, this is over? His eyes still twitching a little bit. Yeah, this is my third one since it's been over. I'm, I'm slowly recovering. <laughs> you know, I don't want to bring us down any, but um, a really good friend of the show, I know I told you guys, Alan Rubin, um, yeah. his mom passed away. Yeah, he texted me, I was out of town. And I, I, I know we all we all love Alan here, so I just wanted to send our, our best Alan. He just got back up to um, the Carolinas, so I know we're all here rooting for you, Alan. And you know, if you ever need anything, you can call him. May she rest Me in for peace. Sure. Yep. Good guy. Used to be a weekly visitor for oh, our yeah. show live. So. We miss you, Alan. Yep. Any plans for the weekend? Uh, I'm gonna try out some new recipes I found. For beer or food? Uh, Ooh, food. Making chicken buffalo meatballs. Yes, Whoa. buffalo chicken meatballs. That buffalo chicken meatballs. So it's, it's a meatball made of chicken that tastes like buffalo wings. Yes. And you saute it in buffalo sauce and drizzle wow. with ranch dressing. Sounds with good. Blue cheese. Yeah. You knew and about this? Yeah, yeah we I was were talking about it yesterday. Night. Yeah, and then I've got a new pulled pork recipe I'm gonna try. We 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 got a we, we need a video pork. log. We we got a video blog going. No, for it's not. Cooking with Adam K. Pulled pork, that's like saying a burger is a burger. No, it's not. Pulled pork is not just pulled pork. It all depends on how you make it, how you, you dress it, you sauce it, it. You can pull screw it, up pulled cook pork, it, You can overcook yeah. it. You really can't screw up pulled pork. Uh, if you don't smoke I've it been, properly, I've been to a couple of... Okay, then you can't really mess up a burger. Listen, even a bad burger, it's a burger. McDonald's is That's not what you McDonald's said an hour ago. McDonald's is the worst hamburger in the universe. That's not what you said an hour ago. That's not what you said an hour ago. Listen... Bad pizza is still pizza. Bad sex is still sex. Yeah. Well. Yeah, well, even when it's bad, it's still 
Still winning. Still winning. Ba, 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 so da. then you agree with what I said earlier. I never agree with anything you say. That's just <laughs> you my, just did. That's just my current just standing position. Modus operandi. Yes. Never right. Disagree with Lady M at all costs. Okay. <laughs> it's time to find out, courtesy of our good friends over at Asylum and CLA Cigars. We're going to find out this week who does belong in an insane asylum. Welcome to the Cigar Asylum. Did you know I'm utterly insane? We all go a little mad sometimes. Where logic and reason cease to exist. I do like this little bee. Yes. It's kind of scary. It should be like an intro for a movie. It's the best one we got. I, I created know. this beat. So All right, know. so our insane asylum today is Curtis Cook. A firefighter in Texas was fired after posting a comment on social media calling for the man who shot and killed nine people in Charleston, South Carolina, uh, to be praised for his actions. Volunteer firefighter Curtis Cook. <coughs> Ex-volunteer firefighter, yes. I assume? Well, yes. Posted yeah. on his Facebook page. Yeah. Uh, of a South Carolina newspaper following Wednesday night's massacre at Charleston Church and said that the shooter, Dylan Roof, needs to be praised for the good deed he has done. I mean, really? does anybody know why he thinks it's a good deed? Cook's post soon well, began to spread, prompting people to contact the fire department and call for his termination, which was done. I'm assuming he's a, an advocate for bigotry. So that's it. That's probably his reasoning. And I think a lot of these people that post this stuff on Facebook are are very stupid and don't realize that everyone in the entire world can see it. When you post inflammatory things like that, it spreads like like wildfire. I like Facebook because it helps point out the crazies in advance. Oh, yeah. Well, what I like doing is when I read these articles, I look at the 20,000 comments and I read through them because you start to get a sense. Okay, there's really good people in the world, you know, that agree that, you know, with this termination and what a crazy person. But then there's always that one or two people that you'll find their comments and be like, oh, no, he's right. It was a good deed. And then below that is another 20 comments on, like, you know, blowing that guy up. But it's insane. The Internet, giving people, giving stupid people a voice I'm since 1995. There's, yeah. a, there's a great, Thanks, great Gore. Chicago comedian. Check, <laughs> check him you. out. He's got a Showtime special. His name's Sebastian Maniscalco. Oh, he's awesome. Yes. He is awesome. He's awesome. In fact, my brother's going to go see him live yeah. in a couple weeks in Chicago. But he does this whole bit on how... Like these crazy people before the internet, you should just sit in a basement alone being crazy. No one knew this crazy. Now we give him a keyboard and the internet. Oh, yeah, way to communicate with the world. Unreal. But yeah, he does. It's a pretty funny bit. But Sebastian Maniscalco. So yeah, he definitely. Yeah, Kevin Cook. Kevin Cook, you definitely belong. He's lost his job and is in an insane asylum. Is that a picture of his post? Yes. What? Oh, he's hanging out by the truck. Yeah, he looks a little crazy, actually, a little beady-eyed crazy. Beady-eyed. He looks a little beady-eyed crazy. Beady eyes are always a sign of crazy. It's true. It's true. It's true. Oh, uh, one mention, too, we had from Jeanette, too. I forgot to mention this. Uh, Cletus did win his fight. Hey! Oh. I was in Chicago. I missed watching Fourth it. Fourth round. Right. He, knocked, he, he, knocked he him said down the fourth the, round, didn't he? Yeah, he knocked him down in the first. Yeah, but fourth round fourth, fourth round, fourth round technical TK. knockout. Way to go, Cletus, man. i got to see if I could catch the film or recording of yeah. that. Yeah, see if it's on YouTube. I missed it's it. A, I, think, I believe it is up on YouTube. Oh, nice. very, very nice. Yeah. Four rounds. So this is big for him. He said this would lead to some pay-per-view. Yeah, I think he's going to be, um, from what I'm, I was talking to his manager, I guess, Josh Freeman, and they're in talks with Showtime and stuff, too. So hopefully, Cool. Uh, you know, if he does a decent pay-per-view in a decent city, well, we should see if we can find a local tobacconist, do a live remote. Yeah. See if we can get him on before the nice. fight. That would yeah. be cool. That would be cool. Yeah. That would be very cool. punch me again. Nicely done. 
All right, Mr. Cook, you definitely belong in a cigar and sale salon. Brought to you by the fine folks at Asylum and CLE Cigars. Check out their new Ogre Lancero that will be coming out. We hope you enjoyed the show, folks. Have a safe, and I mean safe, and happy 4th of July. Let's celebrate our Independence Day. And in my traditional closing, life is short. Savor the moments that count. Never be afraid to express how you feel, because if anyone doesn't like it, just tell them to kiss your ash. Be merciless. Spare no cigars. Smoke them all. Let God sort them out.